You're going to meow podcast network. I get all my bras from Nordstrom. I get uh-huh. fitted, and oh, that okay. is the That'll key. Work. That is the key to success for boobs. Uh, I can't do Victoria's Secret. They've ruined me. So really, why yeah. is that? Um, I bought a bra from them once, and they it was completely ill-fitted, and it actually I was in math class. And it popped, like the back popped. Mm -hmm. And so here I am in math class, my boobs just hanging out of my bra, totally lopsided. And I had to like literally leave math class to go straight to the mall. And like, I asked them if I could return it and they gave me the dirtiest look. And I was like, listen, this is not my fault. I can't control this. Like my boobs were just huge or are just huge. (laughs) They're still pretty big. I feel like they keep on getting bigger. The more weight I gained. You know what? My sister, mine got bigger the more weight I gained, but then I had a tummy tuck and I had the whole mommy makeover thing. Nice. And I didn't get implants. They said I actually had enough mass that all I had to do was cut the muscle and pull them back up. (laughs) And so that's what they did. A booby tuck. They did it. They did a booby tuck. (laughs) They went under the boob. They went up No, your boobs are fantastic. Oh, man. I know. I'm not bragging. They're great. No, they look really, I mean, I I don't know the nipple proportion, but I imagine it's... It's decent. They're, they are. They're still good. The nipple proportion is good. The guy did a good job. The only thing is he moved a mole. <laughs> oh, he moved a mole. He moved a mole. <laughs> he was like, I don't like this mole right here. I'm just going to put it on this side. <laughs> so what they did was is they cut, get this, they cut your nipples off. They yeah. set them on the counter. <laughs> We're just going to put these over here for a second. This is the left one. This is the right one. That's the only thing they worry what about. What if they put your right on your left and your left on your right? <laughs> I thought about that as I was going under. I was like, what if I find, wake up and find the mole on the other side? So my areola has a mole on it. <laughs> so when I woke up, that it's was like new boobs. And I was all wrapped up. And so I had to wait two weeks. And when they finally cut it off, I was like, what happened to the like, mole? Where's the mole? It moved about 45 degrees. <laughs> so it's up instead of to the right facing that way. Oh, so. man. So there you go. That's what happens. But yeah, I love them. They they're great. I can go. I but it's funny being an old being an old. I hold on to some you are not old, old stuff. Oh, okay, I'm 46. Shut up. I am. I'm 46. First of all, you don't look it. Second well, of all, you. I don't think you do at all. Second of all, you definitely don't act it. I mean, well, thank look, you. Look at that hair. It's fucking awesome. I love awesome. this hair. Dude. No, it's I'm awesome. I'm going for a pompadour. I'm trying to get like a like a Cesar Chavez. <laughs> Just get it up there. Yeah. You know what? We're losing a lot of good stuff here. So I'm going to keep some of this. So what I'm going to do is say, hey, welcome to Bless Your oh, Heart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because some of the, the nipple discussion and all that's great. So, <laughs> so welcome to Bless Your Heart. My name is April and I am here with Jenna Rose and she is part of the Portland comedy scene. If you haven't figured out that I'm interviewing all the comedians of Portland, then welcome. Um, give us your, like, how you want people to find you if you, if you <laughs> want people to find you. Ooh, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I did have a pretty bad stalker once, but um, yeah, I am on Facebook, Jenny Rose, J-E-N-N-E. So it's Jenny. Yeah, everybody I'm says sorry. Jenna. No, 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 okay. no, you're totally fine. Everybody says Jenna, Jenny, Jen, it, I go by everything. Okay. So, so. I, I don't even know why I say Jenny, honestly. I just assume it's Jenny. Uh, J-E-N-N-E was my grandmother's maiden name. And okay. when she passed away, I started using her name. Uh, my actual name, first name is Jennifer. But yeah, I started using her name as, as sort of a way to honor her life and remember her. She was nice. probably one of the most biggest influences in my life. 
And uh, she was one of the most amazing women I'd ever known. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So how do people find you though? Oh, so Jenny so Rose. So Jenny Rose. Yeah, on Facebook. I have, I have an Instagram, but I don't I'm that's mostly for my travel stuff. Um I t- love to travel. I've been to 22 countries. Oh, awesome. Um Coconut Monkey 25 is my handle. Oh my god. Coconut uh, Monkey. Yeah, that's Coconut awesome. Monkey, just like it sounds. Um that is a funny story. It was a nickname that a guy gave me. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, though. So, okay. So, we're, okay. So, we're in Portland, Oregon. This is Bless Your Heart. Um, I'll put a, I'll put a thing on the front so everybody knows to listen to my other shows and stuff because we have new ones coming. Do you, do you play video games? Oh, my gosh. I'm a huge PS4 player. Okay. So, yeah. have you played, uh, so would you know who the Vault Dweller is? Would you know who that is? Who the Vault Dweller? Uh uh-uh. uh, the Vault um, Dweller. Yeah, there's a there's a guy. He's a friend of Christopher Boatwright's. He's an, he's called the Vault Dweller. I mean, I know Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't think yeah. I heard his name. It's something about like it's called no. We're doing a show called No Dog Radio. It's very interesting. You'll have to look into it. But it's uh, from what I gathered, this guy is like he says he's from a video game, but I can't for the life of me remember <laughs> Fallout. Fallout. He's from oh, the video see, game. Oh, see, I've Fallout. never been a Fallout person. So I do mostly like zombie apocalypse. Well, Fallout is kind of apocalyptic, but um, I do like uh, Left 4 Dead, which actually was an Xbox oh, that game. Fun. Yeah, and uh, right now I am addicted to Friday the 13th. What? It is such a great game. If you haven't played it, you need to play it. Um, basically, what you do is there are it's an online game. You have eight players, including yourself. Um, one of you will be chosen to be Jason and the rest are counselors and you have, uh, f- like four different ways that you can survive Jason's night, the night with Jason. Is this an Xbox game? It's actually a PS4 game. PS4 game. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, um, so you have eight, uh, four different ways to survive life, uh, with Jason. You can kill him, which is freaking awesome. Um, you can just weigh out, like if it's, the matches are like 20 minutes a piece. So if you can last 20 minutes, then you've survived. You can call the cops and escape, or you can escape with a car and a, or a boat. So it's <laughs> it, it's a lot of team building, and that's what I really love when I'm a counselor. Like I get to work with teams. I have a mic. I talk to other people. We like devise these plans on how to escape. And okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's an awesome game. But yeah, I've um, until uh, until dawn is another great game. It's a single person game, um, but it's basically a movie that you play in. And you get to play all eight characters at one point and try to make them all survive the night. Huh. Interesting. So, so yeah. is it a vampire game? Until it's dawn? actually it, the, I don't know if you would call the monsters vampires. They're more like, have you ever seen the movie The Descent? No. It's uh, it's about cave dwellers, like underground cave okay. zombie like things. I Cannibalistic humanoid ca- yeah, underground exa- dwellers like exactly, Chud. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. that is what you're fighting against okay. in that movie, which is uh, it's the graphics are amazing. You really feel like you're in a movie. Oh, and that's I, cool. honestly, at some points, I jumped when I was playing that game. Do you want to hear the saddest thing in the world? I can't play video games like that. I could. I was big into the left and right scroller games, mm-hmm. and I was so great. And then they started coming out with the first person like 3d not not 3d but first person shooter games that's got the 360 mm-hmm. to it and, and they make me shoot. sick <laughs> makes people me shoot you sick. from behind you try yeah. to turn around well it's not even that i just get sick and, yeah i play some I'm of like, those call of duty um i've um i'm also big in the street fighter mortal kombat anyways point is i'm a gamer 
I know it's shocking. I don't look like I would be a gamer. I have big boobs. Um, <laughs> it's We were talking about boobs when we came into yeah. this. Yes. It's funny. So I play online with a bunch of people. And sometimes, you know, you, you get to the point where you feel comfortable enough for them to at least like know your, your Instagram or your Facebook. And they'll always be like, are you serious? (laughs) That's what you look like. What are you doing playing video games? Like, what are you, what are you doing at home? (laughs) Doesn't somebody want to take you out? No. (laughs) Nobody wants to take me out. (laughs) What broken items do you have in your past? Yeah. No, I, I completely understand. I, it's funny though. I, I'm, I'm different. Like I have different types of interest. I never could get into video games, but yeah, I just, it's weird. Oh, I was going to tell you, too, like, here's my weird little Friday the 13th connection. Mm-hmm. When I was a teenager, I went to a 4-H camp, and I went to Camp Rock Eagle in uh, Georgia, South Georgia, and that is the lake they used for the original Camp That's Crystal Lake. Fuck. Yes, and, <laughs> and it's also, there's two cabins there that they used in the movie, so there was, like, a plaque on the side of the cabin. Had you seen the movie when you went to yes, that camp? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Because so you I mean, already knew this was that. Like, oh, yeah. it was part. I was like, oh, I'm going to that camp because I'm going to see the place where Jason was because oh, I was a yeah. huge, uh, I was a huge horror film fan. Yeah. And so even at like 13, 14 years old, I am the biggest horror film fan. Fucking love the, it. Yeah. The well, biggest. let me ask you this now. When you say you're a big horror film fan, I have noticed that horror film fans fans come in a different type. So you got your B movie lovers, you got your classic monster film lovers, you got your 80s genre, Freddy jason absolutely absolutely absolutely. i I mean i'm a fan of all um b-rated films i mean obviously i do comedy b-rated films are amazing right it's fodder it's yeah yeah, 90 percent of it is all comedy if you've ever watched the movie slither Mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about like the shit that happens on that film did you know that nick puente and dave lowry do a show on you gonna meow podcast network called vhs vengeance oh he actually just sent me an invite to that recently now that, ironically, is run by Michael Garcia, who is not associated with us at all. So the live show VHS Vengeance is Michael Garcia's, but VHS Vengeance, the podcast, is ours. Oh, nice. And Very Nick cool. Puente is the connection point <laughs> between those. I love Nick. Nick's, yeah, yeah. Nick's, Nick's amazing. Great. But um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But oh, no, so you're fine. You like all genres of horror films, but... Uh, What's yeah, your favorite? absolutely. Uh, plan or uh, plan? Plan B. Um, <laughs> I like Plan we'll B. We'll talk about Plan B later. Um, no, <laughs> obviously B B films are, are like my top favorites, probably because of the comedy aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing wrong with a good classic, like yeah. you know, Night of the Living Dead. Like oh, yeah. the original. Do you know I cut that off at the um, at the gas pump scene? Oh, really? I got really irritated. I like got up and walked away. I was like, no, you don't shoot at a gas pump. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, if it was a realistic <laughs> gas pump situation. I was like, you don't, um, not even with zombies coming at you, do you, unless you're running away from the gas pump and the zombies are coming at the gas pump, you do not shoot at the gas pump. I would Jesus say, fucking yeah, Christ. zombie, zombie movies are probably one of my favorite genres. I, I don't know why zombie movies just get me. Like, now, are you zombie, fast moving zombie or slow shuffling zombie person? Okay, if it's a fast movie zombie, um, it freaks me the fuck out. Like, okay. it, it scares, that movie will scare me. If it's slow, if it's a slow zombie, eh, 
I mean, you know, whatever. I, I get the concept of hordes of zombies, but um, yeah, fast-moving zombies are scary. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now, did you see 28 Days Later? Oh, absolutely. I saw all of them. Okay, yeah. now, are you okay with the blood in the eye situation? Um, so I feel like that movie uh, talks a lot about like how rabies could somehow uh, mutate to the point where that kind of situation occurs, right? I mean, that's really what that that disease came from was an original like rabies type scenario. I was today years old when I found that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the very beginning of the first movie, Mm -hmm. they're in a lab with a bunch of monkeys and the monkeys have been given all sorts of stuff, right? And one of them is just this insanely angry monkey. And he's the one that didn't get the cocaine and whiskey monkey, right? (laughs) He is the monkey that, yeah, was ready to just kill everything. And that's pretty much what happened. Uh, So that is essentially what started that Mm -hmm. uh, virus. And I, that's why I think of it, of that movie as more of a virus and not, I mean, it is essentially zombies, I guess you could say, but I think I'm, I am way too into this conversation. <laughs> I would, I will, I'm like, I should be, a, have a PhD in zombies. <laughs> oh, dude, I am loving this because it, Brian Bixby was here a couple of days ago and he and I got to talking about the Museum of Death. Oh, now, nice. if you really want to get, because I've written a joke that says that, you know, my husband and I talk in movie quotes. The only problem is, is he talks in nerd. Star Wars quotes, Monty Python quotes. That's I've sort of never thing. seen Star Wars. I I haven't either. <laughs> cool, you and me are friends. Fuck yeah, Damon. I have found my sister, the one person in the world who hasn't seen Star Wars. I have a horrible me. story about Star Wars. Oh, let, we'll go there in just a second. We're gonna. I'm gonna write Star Wars so we remember to come back to that. But anyway, so uh, what were we talking about? Oh, um. Your your husband has the movie quotes for the oh yeah so like the nerdy movies right and no, so and sorry the intellectual <laughs> movies that I can't understand yeah my nerdy my nerdy <laughs> husband movies and then I talk in serial killer yeah so yes and so yes. the example I give is he rolls in like Beetlejuice like it's showtime and I'm like it puts the lotion on the skin <laughs> yeah. So, Silence of the Lambs is a classic. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you something else. And I need to tell Mikhail Ham- Hamilton to listen to this because, so Mikhail Hamilton is a girl that I knew through, um, through the, uh, the goth scene in Portland. Oh. I've been here about 12 years. Yeah. And I promise this will all come back around to zombie movies. Um, <laughs> So Mikhail um, got sick and got put in the hospital. And so I was like, well, I got to go see her. So I actually, at the time, had mixed her up with somebody else I knew and went and bought her a bunch of, like, magazines on serial killers (laughs) and went to the hospital. And it was the moment that I walked through the door that I realized I was looking at the wrong person. (laughs) So, so she didn't like the serial killer magazine. No, she loved it. <laughs> That's why we're so friends. Because she didn't go, what the fuck is wrong with you? And kicked me out. So I'm totally big, big, big into like that sort of thing. I love my murder porn. Now, I love murder porn. And when I say murder porn, I mean CSI. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Elementary. Not like, not like some weird yeah, yeah, porno. No, weird, no, yeah. Not what snuff is, films. Snuff no. films. That's yeah, what I'm they're called. Yeah, I'm not into snuff films. I, for, I, I forgot what they're called. There's yeah. this weird thing. I don't know. It's it, okay. I like gangbangs. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Those are good films. Um, 
but we'll talk about porn in a <laughs> So, but then what happened was, is I, I got really into like CSI and um, criminal minds and things like that. And so I like stuff like that. So now I'm real paranoid. Like if a van is parked beside my car, like I'll go back in the store. I won't even go to my car. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I'm not going out there. Um, so I'm really big into that. And so I st- took all this stuff to Mikhail, and she was like, I love it. And then I was like, oh, thank God. But of course, we knew each other in the goth scene, so it makes sense. I couldn't yeah. have made a mistake. But I made a good friend out of it, so that doesn't hurt. There you go. Um, but yeah, so me and Brian Bixby were sitting here, and we started talking about the Museum of, Museum of Death, which is in L.A., mm-hmm. and it's all about true crime and stuff. Yeah. So they have like a serial killer room, and the guy who owns the place has pictures of some really horrible things and things people know about, things people don't know about. I have researched serial killers. I actually took a class in college about serial killers. I did too. Yeah. yeah. And I've done a few papers about serial killers. I contemplated doing yeah. a forensics degree for a while because I thought that would be really interesting. Um, but I have a really high sense of smell and I can't even pick up a fucking ferret turd. So I cannot work in forensics. <laughs> yeah. I, my hairdresser. Well, there's all different types of forensics. That's you, true. I mean, that's true. I could have just been in the lab. I don't think I'm, I mean, I'm smart enough for it, but I don't have the concentration for it. Yeah. It's not my, it's not my, it's not my passion, I guess. But yeah, I could have. My hairdresser is a cleanup. Like her part-time job is she cleans up crime scenes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like there was a movie with a guy that did that. I can't remember the movie though, but I read a, I saw a documentary about something like that. But yeah, but anyway, so me and Brian Bixby sat here and just went down this giant rabbit hole of just <laughs> murder and death. I, I and feel like talking to you is always a rabbit hole, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is like true. we started. I think we started out this conversation with nipples. Nipples, yes. In <laughs> fact, so, if you, um, I wrote boobs, but yeah, I, sh- I have my little thing of uh, notes that I take when I write the things. So oh I wrote yeah, boobs, yeah. Nipples, mispronunciations, <laughs> murder porn, <laughs> zombie movies. Yeah, we're going to talk about great things. But so, yeah, I love I love horror film, too. Now, now get this. As much as I love murder porn, I watch it more as a as a way of going. "Mm, That's interesting. That's so that's how they snatch women these days. You know, that sort of thing. So it's more of a self-protection type of thing. So when it comes to my horror films, I like my horror films to be over the top. Lots of blood, fantastical, magical. Yeah, like Saw movies. Yeah. Which, by the way, Saw. Oh, okay. No. Saw movies are like over the top gore. No, I'm talking Freddy, Michael, oh, okay. Jason. Unimaginable. Type Unimaginable, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Um, yep. Now, however, I did enjoy your next. Your next yep. could. Ta- I basically don't like horror films that could really happen because I know how horrible people are. Yeah. And I just really don't your need next to see was it. It's a weird movie, though. I enjoyed it, was, it, though. I know it wasn't a bad film by. I, I've no, I don't know if I dislike any horror film yeah that's true um but that one was a, a, a interesting oh babarak or whatever did you the ever bob see? the baba babarak it was like a demon movie crap that was the a bob- crap movie also is, is that the one that's got associated with the uh, gay the gay pride thing the baba goose or the ooh. baba schnook or something like no, that i have no idea oh please send emails to april at ga- at um april at uh you gonna meow.com and tell me how wrong i am about the name <laughs> Uh, oh, so it comes at night. Did you watch that movie? No. Oh, God, don't. Don't. Literally, it okay. never comes. It never comes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it never comes. It never comes, guys. <laughs> there is a, com- a comic artist named 
uh, he does a comic called Books of Adam, and he did a comic, and um, it's uh, a picture of like a, a, a like a real preppy girl, and she's like, oh my God, does death ever come? And then it cuts to the next picture, and it's death on top of her, and he's like, you know, you could be a little interested, Karen. <laughs> you know? Yes. It was something like that. Yeah. Was I probably got that really wrong, so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, his, he goes by Moby something. Moby? Moby Dick. Yeah. That's, that's a book. That's a book. That's a book. <laughs> See what I mean? No, I'm not meant to do forensic science. No. Um, all right. So anyway, so you're okay. So you're big into zombie movies. Now, did you know about all the zombie proms and stuff that went on in Portland? The zombie proms? Yeah. <laughs> no, I did know about um, last year, I think it was, there was a, um, there's like a zombie day where people like all dress up as zombies and there's like. And they roam around all yeah, over town. Around yeah, around and stuff. I think I actually wasn't in town for it, oh. but I did get invited to it. Um, and I would have totally gone if that were the case, because I think it would be super cool to do. I've done that a couple of times. I've been to a couple of those. I think the zombie craze is kind of actually dying off around here. I think so. I yeah. think it's because The Walking Dead is dying. Like, yeah. Have you seen the new season? Yeah, they just kind of oversaturated with yeah, it. It's, Zombies it, were oversaturated. And then they started Fear the Walking Dead, which is like, I tried so hard to love it. And I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's like with me and vampire movies. I fucking love vampire movies. And I was totally into... Um, Interview with the Vampire. I loved Interview with the Vampire. I, I, You know what? I even like the one with... Uh, the one with... Um, the next one that came out and the queen of the damned i was oh, yeah. i was i even loved queen of the damned and everybody yeah. was like ah oh, that shit and i was like yeah. no i loved it now what was the one the sookie stack house series oh true blood true blood yeah loved true blood yeah but everybody man, loved true blood about four seasons in oh yeah it started getting it started going weird. bad uh there's mm -hmm. also a book series uh, laurel k hamilton writes it i love laurel k oh hamilton. okay yes actually uh, let me rephrase that my husband loves laurel k Laurel K. Hamilton started a book series about zombies and vampires and mm -hmm. werewolves, and there there is a detective, and it's basically in the age of a woman who is living with all these different supernatural things, mm -hmm. and uh, falls in love with a couple of them. Right, and, and she fucks everything. She she everything. She fucks everything. It's <laughs> it's like Fifty Shades of Grey. If you were a detective female that liked werewolves, yes. I. Like, <laughs> yes. yes, that is exactly. I called it my husband's uh, chick uh, chick books mm -hmm. because he loved it. But oh, it's such chick books. Oh, but yeah. it's it's a soft porn. It's soft core it's porn. Soft core porn mm -hmm. in 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 supernatural world. Yeah, that's with, what it is. And it has vampires. It has werewolves. It has uh, oh everything, everything, ghouls, ghouls. Zo yeah, yeah, zombies. Um, everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it a even good has it, well it has like a where cats where owls like like <laughs> any animal that you can imagine changing into mm -hmm. it, they have those yep <laughs> where it's, penguins I think <laughs> see and that's why I love True Blood because True Blood touched on all the other where creatures as yes. well as fairies as well as demons yes oh the demons and, that's, and this book series touches a little bit on that stuff as well yeah I love stuff yeah. like that too I wish I had time to read stuff like that again I had I think the first 20 books they're in a box somewhere everything i own is in storage right <laughs> it's now in a box i don't know yeah. but um yeah i have i've i'm a huge reader 
Um, also shocking because I have big boobs. But um, <laughs> I'm not trying to say if Wait you have big boobs, boobs, you don't have read. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good place to rest. You know what? I know a lot of girls with big boobs who read. They say there it's a go. good place to rest your books. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> when you're laying there reading. So, yeah, those are great books. I love all that just gory, gory stuff. But I mean, you see what I have tattooed on my arms, which yeah. is which yes. is the Adams family. Now, do you know the do you know the story behind that? I'm sure people are tired of hearing this. The Adams family story? Yeah, behind, why I have it tattooed on my arms. Oh, why you have it tattooed? Yeah. Um. So essentially, this is my representation of my marriage. Oh, okay. So I married Gomez Adams. When I was a kid, I always looked at their marriage on TV and was like, "Man, my f- my mom and dad aren't like that. I'm going to marry him." And yeah, I, man, I did. Oh, I really did. Yeah, yeah, because he loves her like yeah. beyond belief. Yeah, like he would do anything for her. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and that's the way Damon is with me. That and is really sweet. Yeah, and that's the way I am with him, and I love him to death. And and it's just, but I've always loved gore. I don't. Yeah. I actually, you want to know the truth of the matter? I blame my brother, my sisters. I blame my two sisters for my love of horror and gore and fright. Because when I was little, um, they were teenagers. They were 12 and 14 when I was born. So by the time I was like three or four, they were well good into their teen years and they were, didn't want to deal with a baby. I was yeah, fucking Yeah, So they toddler. just throw you in front of the TV, right? No. My parents wouldn't, my mom and dad wouldn't let them do that. They were forced to put me to bed every night. And if they didn't do it, they got in trouble Ah. so they developed a plan and what they would do is deborah would go lay under the bed and she would i had a a twin bed up against the wall and deborah would reach up over the bed sherry would put me in the bed and go now you know that if you don't stay in the bed elmo the booger man hand will get you (laughs) and then my sister would reach up with her other hand and she'd be like (laughs) grab for me and then when i scare the crap out of you right and then when i would scoot to the other side so i have like this weird like monster under the bed ptsd i've written stories about monsters under the bed and santa claus i have the, all these weird stories about all these like fictional characters mm-hmm. because my family just tortured me with all these like imaginary things i'm the youngest of seven believe me i'm the youngest I of six no <laughs> i know all about torture uh, we have so much <laughs> i got thrown off a two-story balcony at like as at like five years old holy shit yeah. <laughs> who caught you oh nobody caught the ground caught me you hit the ground yeah the ground caught me oh, that sounds like you know how my brother did it though like he a little tricky fucker he was like jen look there's a chipmunk look can you see it and so i'm leaning over the balcony looking looking he just grabs my legs and just throws me over oh no <laughs> i was lucky um in the sense that my brothers and sisters were 18, 16, 14, and 12 when I was born. So they treated me like a toy. Yeah. So, and this sounds really horrible, but I had a sister before me who died. And yeah. so I was fortunate enough to have a sister before me die. So when I was born. You were a blessing. I was a blessing. Yeah, yeah. They were like, nothing is happening to this yeah. kid. So they were, so like, the bad news is, is they were constantly on me all the time. And like, I can't do shit for myself now at 46. I'm like, I'm completely dependent on other people yeah. for everything. Um, but at the same time, I was completely spoiled and like taught to ter- talk early and taught to walk early. And like, yeah. So. Yeah. That's where I got the, yeah, I, but I was tortured. I was, you know. Oh, it was the complete opposite for me. Uh, I, I, well, I grew up without parents. Oh, so, no. yeah. You were raised by your brothers and sisters too? Uh, yeah, basically. My, my grandmother, it was my grandmother's house. She was in her 80s. Um, but my oldest brother was, one of my oldest brothers was 15 years older. And 
you know, bless his heart, he took care <laughs> of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he took care of me and a couple of the younger ones. And um, it was, I grew up with five older brothers and one older sister. My older sister left and went traveling to Mexico and going to school and all that. My brother stayed behind, took care of me and my other younger brothers. And I was the youngest and only, or youngest girl. And uh, nobody like wanted to potty train me. Oh, no. Because they didn't want to like touch me. Right. Because it was all boys? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and wow. And so it, I, I was, I will, it's tough to admit, but I'm pretty certain I recall going to kindergarten in diapers. <gasps> um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I, nobody potty trained me. Nobody, yeah. Um, you know, I, my mom was very, very ill. Um, she was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And uh, my father left when I was born. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my, I, I actually had written a joke. It's, uh, it's probably a horrible joke, but I'd written a joke about how I never really saw my mom except when she was super hammered on like holidays, right? And she'd show up. And one time I remember I was maybe six or seven and she, Came, it was Mother's Day, and she mm-hmm. walked right into a brick wall. And the punchline is basically like, I learned one thing that day, and that, that and that's brick walls are assholes. <laughs> they don't move. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. You know, but I mean, that's what I saw growing up. And so I've been personally in my life, I've been very careful trying to avoid addiction um, because I've seen it and mm-hmm. I've seen it destroy my family, and it's devastating. Yeah. You know? So. I, you know what? I'm in the same boat. I've seen addiction destroy my family. I'm very, um, I'm very aware of it. It's really weird since I've gotten into comedy. Um, like the friends that I made here in Portland when I first moved here 12 years ago would tell you that I am not. They don't even know who I am now. Yeah. Because they used to be like, they'd call me on Monday, let's go out to the bar. And I'd be like, no, fuck, go to sleep, go to bed. (laughs) It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's like, fucking go to bed. You know, and And then you started doing comedy, you're like, woohoo, it's Tuesday, 10 p.m. I'm at the bar. And you kind of feel obligated to buy a drink because they're putting, they're letting the comedians come in. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, it, I know a lot of people try, like, sometimes they don't because they just don't have the money. And I get that. No, I get but, that. Too. But, but I, if do. You do, I do. If you do have some of the money, like, I, you know, I've been fortunate in my life. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. You know, try to support the establishments that, yeah, definitely. that are supporting comedy. Yeah, Absolutely. Because 100%. I was looking into buying a bar and I heard the bar owner tell me, I was like, why don't you do an open mic here? You told me about that. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. and he was like, oh, I don't want the clientele that comedians bring in. And I'm like, yeah. what? And we were like, oh, I remember I was talking about like, yeah, comedians, man, they're, whoo. Bar brawlers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they all <laughs> sit in a corner and write in their notebooks all night. Yeah. At worst, they drink too much and fall asleep in their notebook. <laughs> yeah, like there's literally, I, I, I don't yeah. know one or like person in the comedy scene that would be a, fa- a bad Mm-mm. you know customer at a bar i've fa- never I, seen it me either and i found my tribe this is yeah. my tribe like i've yeah. and like i said the friends that i had when and i'm still friends with most of those people but we've become more acquaintances we started out friends and became acquaintances because yeah. um like they were like a lot of my friends were like they hit bars three four five times yeah. a night and now i'm the one hit they're the ones that are settling down getting married and having children after i've been married for 23 years and now I'm the one that's out hitting bars seven nights a week. Yeah, you know, yeah. you 
you're doing a passion. You're doing yeah. what you love. And I have found it, yeah, and I yeah. love it. I and love it. Comedy, I will say, like I started it. I think it was a little over three years ago, about three and a half years ago. Nice. And um, I wrote. Oh a man, show. you're good for for just <laughs> three years. You're I, funny as fuck. Thank good you. Job. I know. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, I I try to stay really humble. You can always get better. You have to keep writing constantly. Yeah, totally. Constantly keep writing. Um, I absolutely adore comedy. Um, I and I, I, I don't know if I ever told you my goal with comedy, um, has always been to hopefully one day, um, do a USO tour. That and would be awesome. Perform yeah. for the troops overseas. Well, you're a veteran, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, well, that makes sense for you. I would love to do that too. See, I come from a long line of military and I am a spoiled, spoiled brat. Yeah. So, <laughs> what I tell brat. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, we see, call I'm, them military brats. I'm not a military brat, though I am from a military family. family. Yeah. I am not a military brat. Now, my brothers and sisters are mm. because I was born 12 years after my dad. Mm. My dad came, or I'm sorry, 12 years after my sister Sherry. My dad came back from Vietnam. Nom from like he did like three or four tours my wow. sister will call me and remind me that's amazing yeah and like, he and thankfully he, he came back and he was... did there's even stories my mom said there she was watching like nbc news one night and the guys out in the um in the field that are filming it and they she closed in on a guy in a she... trench and and it was my dad and oh he, my gosh and he looked at the cameraman and went get this camera out of my fucking <laughs> face she said she could read his face he was so mad like get away yeah, from me i i, I will say that whenever i've deployed i don't think i've ever wanted to be in the limelight as far as the news <laughs> i don't want to talk to you right now uh, yeah like you're over there you know you're doing whatever your job may be um you know, you, you need to stay focused. No, dude, I yeah. am so lucky because like, because my dad and like both my brothers are in the military and then both my sisters married military men. And then almost all of my nieces and nephews either went in the military or married a military person. And I'm, and I'm not going to say military man because some of the w girls went in the military and married just civilian yeah. men. I'm really one of the few that didn't. Yeah. Um, I was going to, and then Damon was like, please don't leave. And I was like, okay. And so I married Damon. Truthfully, I was the first one in my family to join. And I then, right on. Yeah. And then, um, my two of my brothers and my sister joined after me. And, um, a lot of people, when I first joined people in my family, were shocked and they did not think that I would ever make it. They did not think that I would make it. Um, I wouldn't have made it because I'm a stubborn asshole and uh, I don't like people telling me what to do. Oh, and um, but it was it was an amazing experience. I don't regret it. That's I good. I think it made me grow as a person and I I do love you know my country. Yeah. Well, that's why you want to do a USO tour. Yes. I used to love to watch the Bob Hope tours yeah. and stuff like that when I was a kid. I used to love that stuff. Um, yeah, that, that, that would be fun. I w I've heard other comedians, like I listen to Joe Rogan and Tom and Christina and stuff like that, and they'll have comedians on who talk about doing USO tours, and they talk about how fun they are and yeah. how scary they are and where they Bill stay. Bill Burr, I believe, is a huge USO yeah. supporter. Um, yeah. I thought you were going to say Bill Burr is a real huge asshole. No, <laughs> I've never met Bill Burr, so I can't say that. No, I, I believe he he has done quite a few. Yeah. I believe. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. What's going on? There's, oh, a, there's par a party outside, and I know. we're missing it. We're and sitting I, up here talking. Like, Are there any single men? Like, I just there's cannot, probably I a lot of single men out oh there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and we're standing up. They're totally talking. cute too. Ugh. Yeah, I don't even know I what's need a going boyfriend. 
<laughs> Seriously. Have you listened to Marriage Survival Boot Camp? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, whoops. My Whoa. <laughs> And the boobs came out. Oh, my God. I'm wearing a dress. Uh, Actually, I do have a date tonight. I'm wearing a dress uh, that's uh, like a crop top. I don't know what to call it. It's strapless. But uh, the dress, when I went to go sit down, the dress just fell down and... My boobs were basically out, so. But it, you had on a bra, so there we go. Nobody, nobody you saw was no damaged. nipples. No nipples were seen, and that's the dangerous part. That's the part everybody's scared of for some reason. I haven't figured it out. Nipples are scary. They have moles on them, and they move. I have amazing. Ni- I like to. I would just like to go on the record. I have amazing nipples. <laughs> and what makes your nipples your nipples I, amazing i have no idea i just I, that's what i've been told that's okay i, I can give references later okay. if we want to call them it's like bob <laughs> says I would love, we should totally call someone and ask for references on my nipples actually Pardon right me, now bob what do you think of <laughs> jenny's nipples <laughs> first of all i've never fucked a bob okay never oh that's too bad I, yeah i don't think so i don't think I've, I've never fucked a bob either <laughs> like i have to think about it i'm like Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> you know, the, was, when I was in high school, I went over to my husband's house. He wasn't my husband at the time, but I went over to my husband's dad's house. Let's put it that way. And they had a pool. And we had this huge pool party. And his best friend threw me in the pool. And I came up sputtering and cursing because if I get water in my ears, I get severe ear infections really quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came up cursing. And Damon says to this day, he remembers that. Because that was the first like real live like tit he ever got to see. <laughs> I had one boob hanging out, and he said I had my hands on my hip and I was cursing at Gabe, and I was just like, "You son of a bitch! You're I'm gonna fear. And Damon was like, "You're uh," and he was just like, uh, he was trying to be respectful, uh, but at the same time he's like, "Snap, snap, snap!" with his eyes like, "Spank, bank later." Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so. All right. So, all right. So, we've talked about nipples. We have talked about a lot. We've talked about mispronunciations, murder (laughs) porn, zombie movies, True Blood, Laurel K. Hamilton, being the last in large family, family dynamics, military service, and then we're back to nipples again. (laughs) Full circle. Full circle. Full circle nipples. And we're right at about 40 minutes. So, that's perfect. Yay. Yay. So, we don't even even get get to talk about. Tell your tell. tell I will tell very of, quickly. We'll very have to have you back to tell other stories. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. This has been fantastic. Um, I I came in here because you know you told me this is some a show that you like to talk about things you failed at, right? Right. Like, and obviously, I'm 35 years old. I am single. I have failed immensely at relationships, just immensely. Um, and I have had three engagements. And broken all three. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, there's so many reasons why relationships end. But what I really want to tell you about is the Star Wars story. that I. I oh, yeah. I we're back to Star Wars. It. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll come back and we'll do the, the engagement stories. We'll talk about all we'll that. We'll talk about that some other the day. The Star Wars story. This, this, this will make you guys laugh. Okay. Um, I was dating a guy and he loved Star Wars and he was like, you've never seen Star Wars. He's like, we need to change that. So I I was like, all right, for you, baby, I would do anything. I will even watch Star Wars. I don't have a problem with Star Wars. It's just never been something that I've been like, oh my gosh, I need to watch this. So we start watching the first one and I'd been drinking. I'd probably had like two or three drinks. And um, as we're getting into it, at some point he mentions that he had 
a huge crush on Princess Leia as a kid, as like a teenager. Um, and in my mind, I'm at this point getting a little bit drunk and we had had a, our sex life was not great. Um, he actually was <laughs> unable to perform and I oh, no. started bawling during Star Wars bawling because I thought you could you want to fuck Princess Leia but you don't want to fuck me and I spent like I fell asleep crying and this guy I mean what do you do yeah what do you do do? when you're the guy watching Star Wars your favorite film of all time and the girl next to you you just happen to mention that you had a hard-on for Leia and uh, (laughs) she just starts crying and just uncontrollably (laughs) And guys, that's why I'm single. <laughs> that's amazing. So you know. That's amazing. Right. Okay. Now, I will tell you this. This is something I didn't tell you. I always end Bless Your Heart on a really hard, fucked up note. Yes. So, what's the first fucked up thing that comes to your mind? I'll end on that. Fucked up thing that's like happened to me? Just whatever you want to say. Oh, like, man. First fucked up thing that comes to my mind. Oh, um, when I was 16 years old, I won a scholarship to go to Germany mm-hmm. uh, as an, like basically as a, an ambassador for the U.S. And I had won out of um, like, I can't even remember. I think it was over 5,000 applicants in Oregon. And it got announced at my high school. And one of the guys that I went to high school with had also applied. The long story short, my mom had died the year before. And bless your heart. Yeah. And as I one day after I won the scholarship, I was walking to chemistry class. I'll never forget. And the guy had his back turned to me, but I could hear him and the people that were standing in front of him that he was talking to, their eyes got really big. But I heard the last part, which was the only reason she won that scholarship was because they felt bad for her because her mom died. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. 